we're back. We're back. We're back for episode number two. Episode. They actually wanted us. They came right back. They continued us into How the next that? season. I don't know. It's still the same, same season, same series. Capstone virus here at PLU. Same, same two jokey Smurfs on the mic. Same two jokey Smurfs coming, but we've got our very first guest, official guest. Nate was not a guest. Nate's a co-host. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, said guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh yeah. Sorry, I thought I was going to be introduced. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my name not is Sam. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Oh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. So. Sam, you're a communications major. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say unfortunately? No, it's just a joke. <laughs> like, I don't know. Com majors have a, like, a rep around campus, and I mean, I get it. I'm in classes with those people. So, um, yeah, I'm a com major. It's weird how they kind of talk to you into it when you come to PLU. I was like, yeah, I like Photoshop. And they're like, yeah, you should be a com major. <laughs> and then now, now I got a degree, so we're here. There you wow. go. There you go. So, um, as is tradition, and by tradition I mean this is really the first time we're doing it, as yeah. is tradition, we like to introduce all our guests by going through your phone, and uh, we get a feel for our guests, get a feel for uh, the kind of person they are by uh, by you describing to us how you organize the apps on your phone. Right, so Nate's, yeah. Nate's actually, so uh, to give some background on this, Nate's a psychology major Absolutely. In, his, in his first year. Mm-hmm. He was a psychology minor for, yep. you know, I was, yeah, I, was, I was a psychology minor for like six minutes. Point five so. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he so. uh, knows all there is to know about psychology. Mm-hmm. And this is a question to get really at the heart of Freudian psychology about right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so do you have, do you have a method? <laughs> is there a method to the madness of how you organize your phone? Specifically, you have an iPhone, those four precious apps at the bottom. Yeah. So I got my phone, um, for calls and FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I got my Gmail app, not the default stock email app. I'm a Google person. PLU did that to me. I have Safari and then Spotify because Apple Music sucks. There you go. And uh, not to look at your phone, but I see on Gmail. Yes. How many? What what is that number? Uh, 1,534. Why? You know, I'm just a busy, I'm a popular guy. Uh, A lot of people want to do interviews with me, a lot Mm. of podcasts, a lot of people got a lot of spare time doing stuff. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. The Christian rap career is kicked off. I don't know. I just don't check my email that often. If it's important, I'll get to it. If not, I usually don't open it. That's fair. That's fair. He's going for the record. So, as Sam said, this is going to be a treat. Yeah. Because Sam is a popular guy to try and get a hold of on this capstone. Yeah. yeah, And on a podcast episode. We were fortunate to to get him. Yeah. Lock him down. Lock him down. Right. Yeah. So, we brought him on to discuss uh, your capstone. Yes. And uh, first of all, uh, what what was, uh, when when the communications school says to you, you need to write a capstone, what's like their prompt? What is what is your goal initially before yeah. you t- select a subject? So, we have two choices. We can either do a project or a paper. So, paper is a traditional 20 to 25 page like research paper. And a project can literally be anything that can relate to communication. So, what they tell us is that like... Find something that can be interesting. It could be anything from Cardi B to theory to things that happen. Or you could start your own social media project. You can make a campaign video. So, like, as far as, like, freedom to do whatever you want, I think our major has that. Um, you just kind of have to prove why you did it. It's to prove that – it's to show your culmination experience of – like. so, like, for me, mine was I love to do – so, okay, communication is so interdisciplinary, so it touches so many different – pretty much every other – field and industry so we kind of have the choice to find the things we're interested in and kind of just say this is how com relates to it so that's kind of the basis so 
Um, it's really hard not to have a capstone as a comm major. Like, you can find anything and kind of make it work. So for me, I was like, all right, I like music, media, and uh, ministry. Those are my three passions. So I was trying to figure out who is doing what I want to do. And then it appeared to me that, like, I was really into what Kanye was doing, and I wanted to create my own. So my, my original idea was I wanted to, like, reenact the entire service with PLU people. And I wanted to get, like, um, Choir of the West involved, like, um, what they're called, um, not, God, Harmonic and mm-hmm. uh, Plutonic. Plutonic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, some of my residents from Plutonic wanted to help out. Mm-hmm. But um, after talking to the Black Student Union and M- Melanie, um, they advised me to like, yeah, maybe you should not do this. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good idea. I think, well, Melanie hates Kanye to begin with. Okay, but she okay. was like, you need to either ask, you need some black cosign or you should just not do this. Because th- I think the issue was if I was replacing it with, like, PLU is most kind of a, lot, is a white campus. So if I was replacing it with predominantly white people mm. and try to, like, rewrite my own theology, mm. it would be very problematic. Mm. So, like, I was trying to figure out the best way to honor Kanye and analyze what he's doing. So... Hmm. Um, that's kind of how I stumbled upon my certain project. And so what exactly is your thesis statement, or what's what's the, the paper you're presenting? Yeah, so my paper is called Jesus or Jesus. It's talking about uh, mm. Kanye, spectacle, and civil religion. So I'm talking about um, how Kanye uses spectacle within his Sunday services of um, his album Jesus is King um, as a way to witness and uh, testify issues of his life and uh, life of people with similar experiences. So I'm talking about like how he uses uh, visual and sonic narratives to like help paint this new world he's creating. Very nice. So, so when I think of when I think of Kanye West, um, yeah. I didn't personally I didn't know this side of him at all. Yeah. So I find this particularly fascinating. What uh, what's sort of been um, I guess from from your perspective, what's sort of been your uh, your process, your journey of sort of observing him and creating now this this whole this whole paper this uh this i guess this journey that you've gone on following kanye because from my perspective it's it's a hell of a journey that he's gone on yeah so i think when you when you think of someone who's doing a capsule over kanye west you have this certain picture of them Mm -hmm. like oh they like have a supreme jacket or like (laughs) they love kanye like i wouldn't say i'm a kanye super fan by Mm -hmm. any means like i i've I've had stuff on my ipod since i was like in fifth grade by him because he's like one of the goats but like I don't think that, like, Kanye made me woke or, like, I I don't know. I've never been to that level of, like, dedicated to Mm -hmm. him. So I think for me it was just someone who was doing something cool with, like... So, like, for me, I write Christian rap music for, like, the ELCA and, like, the Lutheran Church. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out, like, ways to, like, make it new and exciting. And then Kanye came out of nowhere and was like, bam, like... Here's my take on it. Saw the saw the connection. Mm-hmm. That's outstanding. Um, so I guess uh, so that's sort of like how you got involved, how you got uh, introduced to to what would eventually become your capstone, and now you've got what a damn near twenty page, twenty five page. What's what's been what's been the highlights? What's been sort of uh, what has surprised you? I mean, just just mm-hmm. take us through you know the the process of now writing this paper and the the culmination of now. Like this is this is your. What's going to have you graduate college? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think the cool part has been sharing it with other people. Mm. So, like, I have, I'm have in a class called Music in the Church. So, like, D- Dr. Tegels, Paul Tegels, he's, yeah. like, the organist. And he had never – he he pronounced Kanye's name so wrong. I couldn't – like, I couldn't even, like, like do it because it was that bad. Um, but, like, showing him this whole new side of, like, something that he's mastered and showing that, like – 
there is this new exciting wave of people who want to take Christian music and make it exciting and not just, oh, like, I don't know. I think that's been the coolest part to me is that, like, there's spiritual reformation within the biggest pop stars in the world, even if, like, it's for a show or not. And I think as someone who wants to, like, make memes and make music in the future, like, Kanye is the ultimate meme. He is the ultimate spectacle. So it's, like, it's so weird to actually, like... When you think about learning important lessons from, like, theorists and philosophers and, like, the people of the time, like, you got to think Kanye absolutely is one for us, even mm. though, like... <laughs> we may not want to admit it. Yeah, even if we don't want to admit yeah. it. I think it's, like, everyone's controversial during their time and people, their genius starts to show more as we age and when things start making more sense. Mm. I think it's a wild thought. You think of, like, philosophers at the time and right. uh, ancient Greek philosophers... Um, and how they just weren't, I mean, like, people at the time were like, yeah, they're smart, Mm -hmm. they're cool, but, you know, nowadays we still, you know, quote Aristotle, we still quote Plato and all Mm -hmm. of these different philosophers. You know, it's a testament of maybe that, uh, like, art theory, right? Of Like, your art won't be worth anything until you're dead and you're gone. So that's interesting. Transitioning into that, let's talk about some of his albums, Mm because I'm intrigued of does your capstone like consider some of those albums so i my capstone definitely considers the trajectory he takes up until the point and a lot of my research is about Mm -hmm. a lot of his previous work because a lot of what i'm talking about can be applied to his other albums and he does those things in his other albums which makes it tricky to think that like what he's doing is not intentional because it's evident that it it has happened in his other eight albums so um i don't talk about them that often, I mean, I think I'd make, like, parallels of, like, oh, he started off the song Jesus Walks. How does this relate to where he is now? Or, like, the God imagery isn't new for Kanye, but now it's, like, the central idea of who he is. What, how did we get here? So I think mm-hmm. I pulled from, like, a couple things, but I don't, like, talk too much about, like, College Dropout or yeah. Life of Pablo. It's really more about Jesus is King and how he's using the Sunday services to kind of promote Jesus is King. Yeah, and it's it, we were just talking before we went on about this transformation of Kanye going from I am God to there's another God, right? And and this uh, worship aspect that he's taken in. Do you want to talk a little bit about that video that that you were you were showing us beforehand and and this the service approach? That it's unreal. It's it honestly, I watched it and it was just like Sam was explaining it. And I was just like, this is absolutely wild. To hear, to hear this, like, being explained to me for the first time. Yeah, so uh, Kanye has a choir of about 100 people that um, are touring around with him for uh, Sunday service. This is a combination of about two hours of music, some sermon. Um, more recently, because his dad told him, you can't just have a service with just music, you need a sermon. Um, um, and... It's set up, like, in Madison Square Garden in the Forum in Los Angeles, and it's set up in, like, this, like... It's weird to have worship set up in a place where the Olympics was held. Um, so yeah. it's about... It's it's this two-hour piece of um, this made-up... Of, of this, like, structured, choreographed music worship service of traditional gospel elements of, like, um, a lot of African-American Baptist tradition and, um, like modern rap too so there's like a there's a mix of genres that has never really been seen before and he does it in a way that is performance so like a lot of worship you can kind of tell it, it borderlines performance but this one is so obviously performance that like it's it just you watch it so it's about um 
it's 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 music from his old albums like you were talking about um it's music from his newest album and it's music um that he's turned in he's created his own church song so like the clip i showed you was like uh drake and travis scott sicko mode but he changed it um into his own christian version so it was like jesus christ is the light hey he's the light (laughs) yeah so um kanye's just kind of doing whatever he wants to kind of show that he is committed to god and that his life path is now um all about that um so this is like a coming of age this is like a reborn reborn moment for him and a coming again moment for him and he's saying, this is my proof. This is the album to tell you that I'm different, I'm changed, I'm woke. Hmm. So has there, like, been an identifiable, like, moment or, like, specific trigger that is sort of, like, that caused this transition, I guess? Or hmm. yeah. in your observation? So Kanye's been, his, his struggles with mental health have been pretty known. And he hmm. kind of talks about um, how um, he got lost in that time. Um but he's, he's saying that, like, he's it's not so much recent transformation as it is he wants people to know what God has done for him. So he's, like, um, in an interview he did with uh, Zane Lowe for Apple Music, he was, like, um, I let you know what the Hennessy did for me. I let you know what high fashion did for me. Now I let you know what Jesus did for me. So it's not so much, like, uh, like a spiritual awakening. It's more of, like, I want to use my platform to let people know what God has done for me just in the same vein as I have let know what I have done for me. So, um, but I think he is like a family man now too. So like he's married to Kim Kardashian. They have like four or five kids now. Something like that, yeah. Um, he, he named his newest son Psalm or our daughter. I don't know. He's a child named Psalm. Um, so he's, I think he's growing up and he's seeing, I think, like, like we said, Christianity's always been like a consistent theme within his music, but never been the central focus. So I think he's at a point in his life where he realizes that God has done so much for him and he wants to use his power and his platform to convey that in whatever way he can. But I think with his context, it's, it can't be, it can't help. You, like people, people are just going to assume, like wonder why he's doing mm. what he's doing. So, so, and that, so, so you buy it then? You buy, you think this is totally legit? Because I think it's fair to, to question and I think people will do and I think they're, you know, justified in questioning. Is this legit? Is this, you know, is he, you know, just making this as like a, like a, a stunt to make a lot of money from? Do you, do you think it's legit? I mean, I think it's legit, but mm. I also don't think it matters what I think. I mm. think it mm. matters between, like, what him and God think. I think, um, like, as long as it means something to one person, it's legit. And mm. if that one person is Kanye, then it's real as ever. And I think it's real to a lot of people. I think it's real to millions. I think I'm resonating a lot with it, surprisingly, and a lot of mm. other people are really resonating with it because it has elements of that, um, those traditional cultures and these familiar sounds that, like, the way he's pioneering it, it definitely is legit. Like, um, uh, who is to say if he's going to commit to this for his entire career like he's claiming? He claims right. a lot of things that maybe just <laughs> kind of go one out of, in one ear out the other. But from what I can see and from what I've heard and how he's talking and the way he's interacting, I can definitely see Kanye doing this for, like, the next two to five years. Hmm. Um, or always being a part of what he does. So, like, I know he's got Dr. Dre in on for the Jesus is King 2. So I think, depending on the times we live in and, like, the political climate, it'll it'll dictate kind of how he goes about it. But I definitely think this will be what he's on for the next while because he really believes it and it's making him happy and it's making him money. Right. Yeah, the political climate is an interesting thing, an interesting aspect, I think, of... 
Kanye right. and, and recent developments of Kanye, right? Yeah, where'd that 2020 uh, campaign go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And uh, just kind of like looking at it as um, maybe Kanye, you know, trying to get in touch with communities that he hasn't been resonating with because of certain comments, right? Like his worship style in this video is very... Um, it's a, it's a very like black gospel mm-hmm. style that he's approaching rather than, um, I don't know, it's not your a traditional, me- a mega church, right? right? Yeah. Like idea. Yeah. When um, you think of a church, it's not, yeah. Not like overly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to, or it's not like some rappers are going right. Like you have like Travis Scott, Drake, right? This like mainstream rap style that that's becoming, you know, almost cookie cutter, right? In, in some rap music. Um, yeah, he's definitely taken that that like gospel approach. And you see like Chance the Rapper's done stuff like that as well. But yeah, I'm interested if that like the political climate is maybe the motivator for him to move in that direction, do you think at all? Yeah, a lot of people would agree with you. Uh I think a lot of people try to see this as like um Kanye's attempt to win back a community he's turned his back on. Mm, yeah. So like a lot of people so when I did an interview with uh, members of the Black Student Union, one of uh one of their members told me that like they hate Kanye mm. and like they won't listen to this because of what he said about like his, his his relationship with Trump and about um his views on Christianity and how he thinks he's like he called him Uncle Tom and I, I know a lot of other people have called him that. Um so yeah, there's this there's definitely people who believe that Kanye is like being phony and that like he's lost his mind and that um he has lost touch with reality like because also the the whole point like Kanye was famous like he was a he was always like he came from wealth and Mm -hmm. that was also his polarizing thing at the time was like why is this rich rapper rich when when, like the whole narrative is supposed to come from nothing yeah um so he's always kind of been like like kind of like Charles Gambino like like a spoon-fed like image of him so like there was already kind of distrust, but I think people within like a certain community, and I think that like within between twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen, there was members of the African American community and the Black community that like felt like Kanye was like doing the absolute worst, and like um, so I think people think this is an attempt to like try to win favor because of the elements of Black gospel music. So mm-hmm. it's like a direct like, please come back. Look how cool I am. I can do these things that you like and that I like and that is a new. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my friend Andrew was very. He had like a whole two paragraph answer. Not mm-hmm. two paragraph. That's not very long. Two page answer of <laughs> why uh, of why he thought that. And I'll, I use some of that in my capstone as well. Nice. That's nice. Sweet. So in your in your capstone, is it mainly analyzing that that service video, or are you talking about like kind of everything yeah so that was kind of the hardest part with starting my project yeah. is like i wanted to kind of look at all angles so i look at it as like the jesus is king era so like the project the sunday services and any interviews he has uh before around or about the service and um a lot of interviews he talks about and i use a lot of lyric analysis so i pull like he's talking about his conversion in his songs like um, so I use a lot of stuff from his lyrics, a lot of from interviews, but mainly it's mainly the Sunday service, the one Sunday service, um, um, or November twenty nineteen in Los Angeles. That was kind of the first one I saw. It was kind of the first one to go viral too, mm. and there's a viral aspect of it too, right? Like this was made for people to watch, for people to feel like they were a part of. Like, I mean, you see those Joel seen on TV, people like this designed for you to stumble upon, watch, feel like you're part of community, and I think there's so many strategic like 
reasons why this is meant to be streamed. Because um, hmm. he also goes into a prison. There's another video I show along hmm. where, but also like, why do you bring cameras to that? Too yeah. is kind of a question. But yeah. like, he's so I use that as an example too. Um, was one of the texts, but um, he goes into a prison and does the same kind of stuff for um, people who are incarcerated. And um, I think that there's element when he does stuff like that, and there's elements like that where I can see this is like coming from a place of like genuine, like mm -hmm. love. Yeah. But then it's got that interesting dissonance of he's still then bringing the cameras in and he's publicizing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, my paper's talking about how he's using spectacle to like promote civil religion, which is like, um, yeah. Huh. So, so your capstone advisor is uh, Doctor Young, Dr. Amy Young. Young. Yeah, she's great. All right, she's so up for promotion too. So if you have a course review, give her glowing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so it's the start of the semester, and you go to to Doctor Young, and you're like, so capstone, <laughs> yeah, Kanye West. What's the what's the reaction? Oh, she loved it. She yeah, she uses awesome. it as an example all the time. She's one of the biggest supporters of this. She thinks it was a really cool idea. She loved my she she loved my idea of wanting to do it too, but she was just worried that yeah. it was way too much for what a calm capstone needed to be, mm. and still kind of thinks that. But yeah, she thinks it's a great idea. She's been very helpful. Um, I got her on the text. She thinks it's so fascinating. She's watching it now. Um, hmm. Yeah, she's been really helpful as far as connecting it to calm theory. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the biggest people to say, like, your calm capstone can be about anything. Yeah. And I think that, like, she, like, me picking Kanye is, like, proof of that. And how she, like, I think it's, like, comforting to, like, hopefully use my capstone as, like, hey, you can truly just find anything and, like, talk about it. So yeah, that's I think. Pretty sweet. That's yeah, sweet. she's, so yeah, she's been really helpful. Um, she, she thought it was a great idea. I'm sad it couldn't be what I, like, anticipated yeah. it being, mm -hmm. but, like, I think it was for a reason. And I hey, think this is that, the next like, best thing, though. Yeah. 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 Paper. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what are what are some of your peers doing in the communication? Yeah. Do you know? Or? So it's weird. A lot of them have, like, changed a lot, yeah. but they're all so different. So, like, someone's just doing, like, movie reviews. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's – I'm not sure what they're doing with that. A lot of people are making websites. Yeah, some of them – sometimes when I hear ideas, I'm like, how are we in the same major sometimes? <laughs> but also, like, there's some ideas. So, like, last year someone made and produced and manufactured a whole board game. And, like, Whoa, like wow. sold it. Yeah. Huh. So there's been some really extreme ones. Um, I know someone did it like over like Lemonade and Beyonce a couple years ago. That's kind of I kind of cool. tried to do some inspiration. That's when I saw that I was like, okay, I'm not too far off you here from yeah. doing because like these are like pop cult. Like we study media and like images and like culture and like Kanye is that. So right. like yeah. it was comforting to know that like yeah yeah I actually saw talking about like wild things that have come out of uh, communication capstones. There was, so uh, the NHL has decided to move to Seattle and put a, a hockey team here, right? And it's been really cool, really exciting. And during this process, they've been looking for a name and identity. Yeah. And they've they've actually, like, a, I think it was a calm capstone. Or it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was a calm capstone. That actually made, like, a full, uh, hey, this is your uh, potential jerseys and, right. like, logo and branding of the entire thing. And I've seen it on Twitter, like, people being like, they should use this. Like, <laughs> this is really good, right, like, an sure. entire thing. So I, I don't know how that would go. That person might get rich, I mean, off the capstone idea. but That's what I was I was thinking about. If I wasn't doing Kanye, that was kind of what I was wanting to do with, like, rebranding, like, all the NFL logos mm. or, like, analyzing why. Like, so, like, 
there's been a lot of rebrands within like the last five ten years of just yes. like, like updated logos as yep. opposed to like rebranding entirely. So right, right. yeah, if I if I didn't get the Kanye thing together, that was definitely my like fallback because I, I love doing that kind of stuff too. Right. Like on two K, I make my own teams and like Photoshop like just custom logos and stuff. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Like I'll like relocate a team and like make custom jerseys. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Seattle Seattle should be cool. I don't want it to be called the Kraken, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about that uh, the XFL team, the Seattle Dragons? Those, those are pretty sick jerseys. <laughs> I was oh, impressed yeah. by that. Yeah. yeah. I was they, went, they went bankrupt. Oh, yeah. rip. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was only because of COVID, so yeah. I think they have a shot. The XFL. Yeah, yeah, I was really hoping that maybe if I was in Kanye, it would be that, or I wanted to do like a rebranding the ELCA, because there's a lot of yeah. churches oh, yeah. that yeah. don't have a lot of like, like, there's no interest in modern uh, old logos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. No, but yeah. the other thing is just like only mo- mostly older people who are yeah. right. doing it, so right. is there really a need for that? Right. I don't know, but... Uh, that might be what I'm doing next year is like independently contracting with churches. That's, that's really cool. That's you really fix cool. your website. That's like yeah. actually kind of like my game plan. Yeah. It's like, like here I can do your music and your youth stuff and I can also help you with your like website and your uh-huh. social media because like a lot of churches don't have that at all. Yeah. Right, like Nate comes from a marketing background. I'm yeah. sure I, it's very important in, in drawing new customers, right? Absolutely. And well, and I mean, that's that's the whole conversation that uh, a lot of the, the churches are having right now. It's like they're they're slowly but surely dying because you know, younger generations on on the whole are just not as the population is just not as interested in attending church. So it's it's a fascinating, like seeing how how they're adapting and you know what who they're bringing in and what they're doing to you know keep themselves keep themselves afloat because it's yeah it's just for some reason this generation as a percentage is not as interested in yeah. attending church. Well, and that's why I think even if all Kanye's doing is a marketing strategy, mm. it's a genius marketing strategy to get young people excited yeah. about church. Like, yeah. those people in the singing were all, like, in their 20s, 30s, maybe 40s. Mm. And, like, the people lis- people who are listening to Kanye's content are all, like, our age right. or, like, our Kanye super fans yeah. are listening to this. So I'm thinking about the people who, like, had never been exposed to Christianity before right. Kanye's yeah. album and how, like, this huge marketing spectacle has got them on to God, even if it's, like a false narrative people wouldn't agree with, mm-hmm. it's still something that means something to them, which is so fascinating to me. So I think that, like, Kanye is doing a brand here. Kanye is selling something. He's selling God. Yeah. Can yeah. you sell God? Interesting. Should you sell God? That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. And like, yeah, and that's kind of what the paper is about, too, is, yeah. like, is this okay? Why not? But then it's almost like, even if you're, you know, you're not bringing new, you know, practicers or believers on it, you're, you're at least getting it out in the conversation. You're making it a conversation between, uh, you know, people who wouldn't have, you know, given it a second thought, which yeah. I think is equally as valuable. Yeah. So, at least strikes the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Kanye West, visionary, question mark? Oh, visionary exclamation! Exclamation point! point. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> exclamation That's outstanding. Point. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, these. I mean, these huge stadiums that, like the Forum, Madison Square Garden, MSG, I, the huge arenas that mm-hmm. you can you can put in people. It also begs the idea of when does when do these services become concerts? Right. Right. When does it become part of the Kanye brand mm-hmm. to do this stuff? Like. When when does it become two hundred dollars a ticket, three hundred dollars a ticket, and all of a sudden is is that yeah? And we talked you you mentioned this too, like like this new form of Christianity is Kanyeism, and having to buy in a three hundred dollar ticket maybe isn't super appealing to the average person, but yeah, I think he's selling it as worship or he's selling it as a concert. So it's like worship disguised as a concert, which mm. is, could also be a branding strategy, mm. because he's still live streaming it, right? So he's making this money 
off the rich people who can come see him. But he's also making it available for people who oh, couldn't yeah. afford it. Yeah. So if it was like he's not showing anybody and you have to come pay it to see this exclusive thing, yeah. then I think it's a little more problematic. But like, I don't know, people are like, if he's not donating all his money, then he's not doing it for the right cause, which I don't agree with. But yeah. also like, he's still making it, he's making the music more accessible to people. And I think he's making worship more accessible to people too. So yeah. I think there's... Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of the conversation I think that we've had today is a lot about... Kanye is a bridger, potentially. I mean, like, bridging yeah. generations, which is, I mean, yeah, prior to this conversation, I'm realizing this on the show. This is a pretty wild concept for right. me to, to consider. Yeah, somebody. Because I think like he's seen as the opposite for his yeah. like, entire mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. like, he's been the, like, he was not the bridge between Taylor Swift and the VMA. Like, he, yeah, was, right? yeah. Like, he was in between, yeah. like, a lot of controversy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think of, like, Life of Pablo, Ye, even, I mean, like, Graduation, like, th- these were, like, albums that were, like, huge growing up, and I was like, this is so good, and this is, like, the, you know, the songs of generations, and then you hear, then you hear stuff and uh, that he says in the news, and you're like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, but then that's, I mean, I, I, do, I don't even consider that, that was gaining a whole other audience for right. him, right, like, right. now he's able to, Oh, he's got my attention from previous stuff. He's got mm-hmm. other people's attention from what he's doing currently. And, I mean, put it together, that's, yeah, right in front of your eyes. You got to think of, like, how big of a household name he is. And that Absolutely. started from, like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. right. And then to just think about how far we've come from that, like, one moment. Or just how much more controversial things he has done and will continue to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is so which yeah. is wild while he while he can be seen as a bridger, which is like yeah, yeah. builds this church. Yeah. So you mentioned uh Jesus the King too. Yeah. Uh, do you know like what's Kanye gonna do next? Whoa, this yeah. is the ultimate question. <laughs> Here we go. This this is is ultimate question. Question. Yeah. For sure. So I'm not sure um, I know he's he's saying something's on the way. I think there's only a preview about it's. It says it's been confirmed by sources, so by him and Dr. Dre. So um, he released the choir released an album called Jesus Is Born on Christmas Day, hmm. and that was the Sunday service had their own Spotify account and is like releasing music as like a performance group now. So I think that they're going to continue to perform together because I think they're probably one of the biggest things going now that they formed and that. Um, like they they prove that like Kanye will provide for them and it will give them a platform, um, regardless of who's in it. I think it's like gonna be an existing group now. So I think they're gonna release music as a collective, and then I think we we should expect Jesus is King two or whatever he decides to call it. Because the other thing too is like people were expecting an album called Yandi, which is like problematic in itself. Yeah. And then we got this, which was, like. Yeah. Yeah. I. Because s- Yandi is in like. Gandhi or yeah yeah so it's like people weren't even really preparing for a worship album wow. and it just slapped him in the face and now he's like this is all you should prepare for now wow so now it's the argument is like okay maybe he's getting us to distract us from the next big thing he's doing <laughs> wow because <laughs> I, I, almost every album he's done before this has had this effect yeah. it's right? like this is garbage. You should be the old Kanye. Like, the old Kanye is a term you hear right, all the yeah, time. Yeah. I'm not yeah. the old Kanye. I want the old Kanye. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, huh. So, it's really interesting to see what is next for him. Because I think, just to, if anyone can say they can predict what Kanye is going to do, they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 and that's part of the, his spectacle, too. Is that, so, like, do you think he can it? predict what he's going to do? Is he, oh, does he have it figured not. out? You know no. that was going to be my thumbnail. Right? <laughs> Find out what he's going to do next. <laughs> I think he claims that God knows what he's going to do. Mm. So, I think... Does God? 
<laughs> so if, it, if his understanding of God is telling him to do that, I can definitely <laughs> see him doing that. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get Yandi next. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's back to like, I am God, worship me. That's wild. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yandi. I'm guy? trying to imagine what Yandi would even sound like, right? Like, <laughs> Would it take influence from Indian music? I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure. That could be a whole... Cause, well, because like, when he was releasing snippets, he was using Yandi, and he was using these gospel, like like new age gospel, futuristic mm-hmm. gospel almost in a way. And that was kind of what we thought it was going to be. So, But no one could have expected what it was. Yeah. So, huh. yeah. I think that's the fun of it, is trying to guess what he'll do next, but yeah. I don't think we'll ever get there. <laughs> Great. We just gotta we just gotta wait and follow the news. Yeah, it'd be interesting see to see who he collaborates with too, yeah. right? Like, yeah, like because even a Dr. Dre, you wouldn't expect that. No, I know that right. Like you said that, and I'm like, wow. Wait a minute. Okay. Featuring Joel Olstein, featuring Billy Joel. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just gonna be Billy Joel Olstein. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most that's ambitious crossover event. Oh <laughs> no, that's not what the news needs to read. Oh, I hate Green Day. <laughs> hey, speaking of news, though, news. Should though. we do some news? News. I got some. I got some news. I got some news. So, so yeah. So what we what we do here is I I grab like you know three, four, five headlines, whatever. Oh, What's up? We forgot to do the Olive Garden thing. The Olive Garden. Oh, we yeah. We'll get to. We'll get to it. We'll publish it. We'll publish it. I yeah, promise. this is a bit. It's a headline we found from last week. Olive Garden was like taking in uh, people's prom photos and like we'll splice your prom photos together and like we'll put in like pictures of breadsticks and it's gonna be the <laughs> ultimate like. I don't even remember what they called it. It was like Breadstick Bay or something. I like, don't know. There's like, yeah, so many gotta, prom puns you can make. we got to submit our prom photos now. Yeah, we have to do the Titanic oh. prom photos. But uh, this one I found here, I felt it was especially relevant. The headline is, Kentucky Governor Apologizes to Tupac Shakur for Unemployment Mix-Up. So, <laughs> the story huh. here is uh, the, the Kentucky Governor, uh, he came on and he was talking about how people were... Um, we're like uh, taking a crap at the because everyone's fl- filing for unemployment, right? Right. And so he uses this guy Tupac Sh- uh, Shakur who submitted for unemployment. He's like, look at this. People are like sending in fake, uh, you know, fake uh, filings for unemployment oh, or whatever. No. And this dude's name is legit Tupac Shakur. Oh, <laughs> he man. thought it was he thought it was uh, the rapper, and so he's like, oh yeah, it's a it's a, it's a prank call, whatever. <laughs> so the dude's like. No, that's my actual unemployment <laughs> filing, and uh, and uh, and I'd, I'd really like my unemployment check, please. <laughs> and so, uh, well, because Tupac's still alive too, so right. it's like, is that is it that Tupac? Right, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, just some just some dude. He's like, uh, he the is. quote is, "I'm hurt, I'm really embarrassed, and I'm shocked." Shakur told the Lexington Herald oh. leader on Monday, "He needs to apologize. That's just my name." Oh, <laughs> so just some that's dude. That's rough. Guys, just trying to get unemployment. Jeez. But the governor was like, ah, this, "This is real." He's oh a rapper. Oh my god! So that one, I, I I had to pull up that one. That's uh, a wild one, right? That is a wild one. Um. Here was one, uh, mostly I pulled because I had a story to tell with it. So the headline is, Emu found wandering loose in Washington State Park. Uh, and so... <laughs> wait, how was it found? Well, it, yeah, it was, just, it was just in the Spokane County Who Regional found Animal it? Protection Service, or SCRAPS, said a group of golf discers, uh, disc golfers spot a large flightless bird Wednesday when they were playing at High Ridge Park in Spokane. So imagine, yeah, you're just playing, uh, you're just playing disc golf in Spokane. There's just an emu there. And the reason I pulled that up is because I have a story to tell with it. Uh-oh. So um, uh, Natalie, my girlfriend, her neighbors uh, actually own three emus. 
I didn't know this at the time. Oh. So this is back when uh, I had been over at her house one of the first times, and I'm leaving. It's late at night, and I'm walking out to my car, and I hear this rustling over by the fence, and I turn on my flashlight, and there's just this giant bird there. So I freak the crap out because I'm like, the hell is that? And so, uh, yeah, that's that's when I found out that apparently you can own emus uh, just as pets or whatever, as uh, farmers apparently own emus. I don't know what you do with them. Yeah, that but, was going to uh, be my next question. Yeah, right? Do what do you that? do with emus? I think they lay eggs. Um, I don't know what the size they are or what you do with the eggs. But uh-huh. uh, so I guess be on the lookout for emus in Washington. Um, found what Kanye is going to do next. Kanye is going to get emus. the emus. Yeah, right. emu farm. <laughs> Um, but then speaking of birds, this one was for you, Carson. Oh, the headline geez. is, Swedish city dumps chicken poop on park to yes. deter holiday celebrations. Yeah. yeah, this is wild. This is wild. So there's a Swedish holiday going on mm-hmm. right now. And basically for this holiday, um, you go out with your friends and you just have a bonfire in fields, right? And you're just like supposed to hang out, obviously partake in some alcoholic Mm -hmm. beverages actually on that i had uh, in my norwegian class today my norwegian professor was saying he's like so so in scandinavia it's like we we got talking about drinking somehow and he's like so in scandinavia it's typically like like you don't really drink over there until you start drinking yeah (laughs) it's and i mean you've been there you've been to sweden yeah yeah i mean my family's swedish yeah half my family's swedish it's it's um yeah, interesting. Uh, when I mean, there's like a whole culture with it, right? right. Like, uh, like we you celebrate like crayfish parties. We do midsummer, and that that really brings out the family from the woodwork. Like, <laughs> they just like, oh wait, you're having a you're having a party? Okay, yeah, sure, we'll come out. Oh, well, and right. so all of a sudden, there's this this hard out. Like snops uh, is one of the popular drinks. Um, and there's these songs that you have to sing, Visor, and you sing them, and, and I've had it explained to me by my family as, like, the reason why you sing is so you don't just drink, right? Because <laughs> otherwise you would have, like, 14 shots on you right. by, before, like, dinner. So you have to sing, everyone has to sing, and then you drink together. It's, it's a community thing, it's nice, it's cool, but, but yeah, by the end of it, I mean, you can ask my friend Evan, you, you end up, like... <laughs> 13 still are twas deep and it's just not not a not a super great great next morning for you but um that's yeah so so this the celebration yep. right it's uh, big in sweden and sweden has had a less than ideal uh, approach to the coronavirus mm-hmm. um they haven't closed down anything oh yeah yeah so they've just totally taken a okay we're gonna just isolate cases and originally it was working and I was seeing numbers and it was working and things were going okay. And recently they've skyrocketed. And, um, I mean, in a city like Stockholm, I think it's just like bound to happen. Um, but yeah, so they said, you know what? We're not going to celebrate this year. No bonfires. Uh, and by no bonfires, we're just going to spread chicken poop. Uh, I, I love the quote. This guy, uh, Gustav Lundblom, he's the chairman of the Lund Council's Environmental Committee. His quote was at the end, because the newspaper was asking about it, and he's like, I'm not a fertilizer expert, but as I understand, it is clear that it might smell a bit outside the park as well. They are chicken droppings after all. I cannot guarantee that the rest of the city will be odorless, but the point is to keep the people out of the city park. Oh my gosh. So, when it comes to responses... It's incredible. Yeah. That is... That is a interdisciplinary approach, <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Wow. Wow. 
And uh, the final thing I wanted to talk about, another controversial figure, perhaps, or at least another another figure who, who speaks his mind, uh, Elon Musk. Oh, he's been hot. You've been seeing yeah. his Twitter lately? Yeah, you you leave some UFOs in the sky. Did you, were you outside? It was when you called me the other night. I yeah. saw a UFO, and I thought you were calling to confirm it, but oh. that's not what it was. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. <laughs> but that yeah, would be the Elon biggest Musk. problem of a call ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone like took a snap of like uh, all of his tweets yesterday. Um, so his pinned tweet right now just says free America now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so he says, uh, first tweet that goes out, I am selling almost all my physical possessions. will own no house. Just one stipulation on sale. I own Gene Wilder's old house. I cannot be torn down or lose any its soul. <laughs> and then tweets out tweet by tweet, every single line of the star spangled banner. And then concludes by saying Tesla's stock price is too high in my opinion. And so naturally, the next day, Tesla stock price. Oh my god! Just drops. So how much did it drop? It dropped. Uh, it was about looks like uh, started April thirtieth at about eight sixty, and closed May first at seven hundred. So. Oh my. <laughs> wow. So you want to talk about influential figures who who have no no reservations to speaking their mind, and uh, enacting change. There's. Wow. There's another one to the list. That's interesting. In the same category as Kanye West? Question mark. So the class of 2021, PLU. If yep. you're listening, <laughs> I, communication majors, I won. <laughs> yeah, here's the I want a capstone one. on Elon Musk's Twitter usage. <laughs> Do an interdisciplinary approach with econ- like econ- economists. Yep. Why couldn't I say that? <laughs> economists. It's the whiskey. Uh, economics and yeah. economists. There you economists. go. Economists. Got it. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah. Like stock as a function of Twitter and tweets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean Elon is a perfect example of yeah. that. Like he says something and all of a sudden his stock is like <laughs> It's like when he smoked weed out with Joe Rogan. Yeah. I wonder how much it Boom. dropped then. Oh it yeah. dropped. It was yeah. oh. but then he'll like come up with some kind of underground train and it's like <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, and just real. and just like he says like crazy things. Like he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make a flamethrower. I'm going to buy a company, and I'm going to make a flamethrower. And all of a sudden, his stock goes up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And then a week later, he, he, they're sold out of flamethrowers. Right, but, <laughs> yeah, he's sold out of flamethrowers. But, like, what? Why? Right. Like, how did that increase stock? Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like, what happens if you give an eight-year-old, you know, a billion dollars? You give a mouse a cookie. Oh. Give him some That's great. So that's your next project, right? Is yeah. 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 Any com majors who haven't started their capstone, you can do, <laughs> you can do that right now. When's capstone due? Uh, May 15th. Okay. Yeah. 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 Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. That's outstanding. Yeah. Plenty of time. Oh, you could write a 20 page paper in two weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. That's what I'm doing. Dude. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's great. Oh, my gosh. That's too good. Oh. Well, well, gentlemen, we're getting to that. That time that flew mm-hmm. by. Honestly. Yeah, it did. Jeez, yeah, wow. down. Huge um, shout out to Sam. Actually, oh wait, I almost forgot to oh, do boy. this. I had a, a call in and a uh, request from a, oh. from <laughs> a fan um, nice. who uh, wanted to talk about the basement bathroom in Holden. The basement bathroom in Holden. That's yeah. right. Uh, we were told to ask about this. I'm trying to think what that means. The basement bath... Is it Holden as in Holden Village? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The basement bathroom. There wasn't a basement. What does that mean? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it was... So, Kenzie told us a story. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> so, there was a certain poop bathroom that everyone would go to, and Kenzie declared it as the poop bathroom. But no one talked about it until we talked about it, so it was like a code. But, yeah, huh. there's a... Yeah, I don't know. It was just it was a weird, that's, that's a weird story to want to bring up. <laughs> that's uh, there, yeah. There's a room that we de- we de- we dedicated to pooping at Holden Village, and they only fed you vegan food. So ah. like the first two weeks were very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Deli Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holden Village is really cool though. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, that's a great place. Shout out. Heard a lot Village. of good things. Yeah, yeah. Wish we could go there someday. I heard that they've closed. Since yeah, so the... they're very like like, small community closed off, so it makes mm-hmm. sense for them to be, like, extremely conservative about those things, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's, like, a thing, like, people see that and be like, oh, should everything be closed? Like, so the right. camp I work at this summer is still playing on operating, like, it's in Texas, so they're, like, mm-hmm. they're open right now, so, yeah. like, I'm kind of debating right now whether I want to go back to that or not. Sure. Go to an epicenter and get sick, so. Yeah. Hmm. Wild time to be alive. Yeah, wild time. Yeah, wild time. Well, well, Sam, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, and, you have. Uh, Appreciate uh, sharing your. God, it's it's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah awesome. if you want to watch it, it'll be posted on YouTube in a couple weeks. So I'll, I'll share it. We can post it underneath yeah. the thread of you sharing this, and then like. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to plug at the end here? Um. Yeah. Sam Noble on Spotify. Check it out. Uh, Kanye has shown me a lot of things, and I got some new songs coming out in the next month that I'm excited to share with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll record after this podcast. There awesome. you go. Awesome. Yeah. Well, again, we really appreciate you coming on, Sam, and to everyone listening. Thanks for listening, and I guess uh, we'll see you when we see you. Take care. We'll yeah. see you next time. Yeah. Bye bye.